Welcome back to Anabacast. Lucas here. So Intel just announced their high-end new mobile processors that have up to eight cores. So they have some pretty awesome new features, but they have one big thing that makes a huge difference. Let's get into it. So it's awesome to see these upgrades, but I think the main upgrade that's going to be super important to people and actually will render a lot more performance is it's now on the 10 nanometer architecture. Unlike Intel's new desktop CPUs, their 11th generation, which those are okay, but they're not on the 10 nanometer. They still are on the 14 nanometer, but these are on the 10 nanometer. And that's really awesome to see just because that means the processor will perform a lot faster, you'll get better battery life. When you have a desktop, it doesn't matter close to as much just because you don't have a set amount of battery life and you also don't really have a set amount of cooling. So those two things matter a lot more in a laptop. So I think we're gonna see actually better performance. Since with a laptop, you have a set amount of power that the computer can give to the processor. So a lot of the processors were power throttled and thermally throttled. So I think with 10 nanometer, we could see a lot better performance. It's still not something like five nanometer, which you get from Apple's ARM chips, but 10 nanometer is still pretty good and it'll probably be around as efficient as AMD's processors. So that's really awesome to see. But one strange thing is the processor now is listed to boost up to five gigahertz versus 5.3 gigahertz, which really doesn't make any change in performance just because it wasn't even able to reach that speed since most laptops would thermally throttle that so it doesn't even get close. It'd probably be more around the four gigahertz mark. So you're not gonna be hitting that speed anyway. And then also can't suck enough power to be able to get to that speed. But I think with 10 nanometer, we could see definitely higher clocks and also better battery life. So these improvements I think are sorely needed just because Intel has been on the 14 nanometer architecture for a really long time. And they haven't been able to get the 14 nanometer architecture to be extremely efficient, which pretty much makes sense. But even with all their tweaks, it's still just not as efficient as seven nanometer or five nanometer. So it is awesome to see Intel jump to the 10 nanometer architecture on their mobile processors, even their higher end ones. I was hoping that they would be on the 10 nanometer architecture, but I thought they might be on the 14 nanometer architecture and just let the lower ones be on the 10 nanometer. But that's just awesome to see since I think it's going to make laptops perform a lot better. So there are a lot of new laptops that have these new processors and that's pretty awesome. You can't buy them right now, but they will be released sometime later. Probably this month, I'm guessing, but it could be later. So for instance, Dell's XPS 15 now has on, you have a couple different configurations, but you can have it with an i9 processor and that's 11th generation. So that boosts up to five gigahertz. And that's awesome to see since their laptops for a really long time has have thermally throttled pretty bad and really haven't been the best performers just because their battery life hasn't been very great and they've throttled a lot. They don't have very good cooling. Then also when they were on the 14 nanometer architecture, it just wasn't really 
that good. But I think we could see some performance improvements in this next generation, just because the processor is now on the 10 nanometer architecture. And also, they are putting in a better GPU. It's a RTX 3050 Ti. So that's a new GPU that NVIDIA just announced. So that's really awesome to see. And I think we could see a lot better video editing performance and just performance in creative applications. So how are these processors going to compare to AMD's competition and also Apple? Well, it's great to see them jump to the 10 nanometer. So they'll definitely be able to beat, I think, AMD in the mobile processor section. But Apple is on a way more advanced architecture. So I think it's going to be really hard for them to compete with a chip like the M1X, which will have 12 cores. So that's an extra four cores. Plus it's on the five nanometer architecture versus the 10 nanometer. So they are a ton more efficient. So I think it's going to be really hard for Intel to be able to compete with Apple in this section. But I think the main question should be not if they can really compete, but if you can really even get a laptop with either one of these processors. Since the semiconductor shortage has been going on for a really long time, and I think partly why we saw the M1 chip in Apple's new iMac is because they couldn't make enough M1X chips to distribute it in their iMacs. So if we even see an M1X chip this year, that would be awesome, and I think it would be able to beat Intel's i9 processor, especially since it has better integrated graphics than something like an RTX 3050 Ti. Intel has one advantage just because they have their own pro manufacturing of processors, and that's really awesome to see. They have their own processor manufacturing centers that they're building. So since Intel does do that, they have a big advantage in that area, whereas a company like Apple doesn't have that advantage. So be interesting to see if they can get their M1X chip into production and their other ARM processors. But right now it's not looking too pretty just because a lot of the TSMC's manufacturing is filled up and a lot of that went to the iPhone last year. So if they can get this in stock, that would be awesome, but just might not be a reality, especially since we've even seen Samsung cancel their Galaxy Note series, or at least say they might not be able to deliver it this year, and I'm guessing that's because of the semiconductor shortage. So NVIDIA's new GPUs that are going to go in these new PC laptops, I think could be really great performers, but one thing that I would have liked to see and their even lower end ones is a little bit higher video RAM. Since when you're video editing, it is really beneficial to have eight gigabytes or higher, especially since now a lot of people are not editing 1080p. They are going for more 4K and sometimes even 8K and 12K. So if you're editing those higher end codecs, you're gonna want to have more video RAM. So that would be really nice to see. You can get that with the 3060 which is now in laptops too, but it's still just not a ton. And it would have been nice to see six gigabytes in the lower end graphics cards that they just released, and then maybe like eight gigabytes in the RTX 3060 mobile. So we aren't probably gonna see that, but that would have been awesome if we had seen that, just because for video editors and really graphic designers too, and pretty much any content creator, it benefits them a lot to have that extra video RAM. So overall, it's really awesome to see these companies advancing in these different areas and really bringing in more efficient processors. Since for laptops, I think that's the one thing that you really need to aim at is efficiency, even over core count and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good to have at least six cores in a laptop, 
but it, it, efficiency is extremely important right now just with battery life and also laptops just can't supply the same amount of, of power as a desktop can so even though intel might be able to survive on the 14 nanometer architecture on a desktop on laptops i think they sorely needed this 10 nanometer upgrade so if intel can get these processors into production and release some with enough stock that you can actually buy a laptop with them that would be extremely awesome to see and i think they could beat apple in that area just because apple might not be able to get any of these chips in stock anytime soon and if intel can beat apple by a year then maybe in the future they'll be able to get to a more efficient architecture to be able to compete with apple and intel most likely won't run into any stock issues just because they have their own manufacturing centers whereas apple relies on other companies to manufacture their products thanks for listening to this podcast if you liked it please subscribe anyway catch you later cut Thank you.